Hey, and welcome back to the Rugby Report Card. It's been a long time between drinks, podcasts. I was going to say, you drinking. Sorry, start <laughs> uh, bringing analogy in. You're here just with the two of us this week. Um, you got stuck with me, Blake, and Richard. Yeah, if we're talking about stuck with anyone, let's be honest, you've been stuck with me. The pommy when it's in us when we're talking about Australia, South Africa, Argentina, and the Kiwis. Yeah, Jim, too upset to make it this week. Yeah, he was crying a lot. He, he was very upset. Yeah. Now, to be honest, um, we just, to be frank, we just found it really, really hard to have the opportunity for the three of us to sit down and, and record a podcast. So. It's been hard, so we thought we better two of us than none of us. So we thought we'd go on, give it a crack, and on Sunday we are committed to the three of us sitting down and recording a podcast. So the gang will be back together. Yeah, um, I, I'm excited. It actually has been. I can't actually remember for me being away. I can't remember that actually the last time all three of us sat down and did a podcast. Yeah, I think there was one. I think you came back for one, um, and it was half-hearted. We hadn't even watched that much footy. But we are in the heart of the internationals now, so rugby's back. Oh, and can I just say, you mentioned it there. I'm super excited about this series. Um, a, you can't shit on a Northern Hemisphere team. Uh, B, the quality of rugby will be uh, fantastic, I'm sure. We'll talk about maybe the uh, the inadequacies of some of the teams in a minute. But uh, as a whole, as an intro, we didn't really do an intro. Are you excited about it? Yourself? Yeah, I actually, I really want to talk about this because um, I've been thinking about it a lot. So, And I don't want this to come off cynical and like I'm rugby hating because I fucking love it and I saddle up for the weekend and I look forward to it so so much and I'm not not grateful that it's on but I just want to talk about how shit the competition is and what I mean by that is I mean the formatting so if you follow the super rugby yes the Tars made it to a semi they shouldn't have and it was in South Africa so let's say you're a fair weather fan you have not watched a premier Australian side play on primetime TV for about four weeks, five weeks is before that, is that, the comp is starts. Is that four years, premier Australian <laughs> Well, anyway, one of our teams, you haven't watched them play in a primetime TV slot. So we expect the audience to still care about rugby, still be passionate, still be tribal about rugby when they haven't seen it for a month on a decent time slot. But and then not- the first game... You play the best side in the world, of, of course we need fucked. And, mm. and we did. That's exactly what happened there. And then we'll lose to them again next week. And then, well, Australia doesn't play again for another three or four weeks at a decent time Is slot. Is that the, um, the inadequacies of the tournament itself or the inadequacies of the standard of the rugby at the moment? They could have reached the latter stages. However, due to the quality of players currently, they didn't make it that far. My argument is there needs to be... Uh, yeah, sure, If had we made it to the final. But my argument is the problem once this comp gets started, you watch the show for two weeks and then we're just – it's irrelevant again. We're off to South Africa. Mm-hmm. Then we're on for two weeks and we're off to Argentina. There's just no continuity of viewing there. And I'm not a Fairweather fan. I will watch everything. I will love everything. But if you are trying to grow this thing, if you're trying to make – the people care it needs to be on weeks in a row so i don't know i would love something like you play every team three times and it's a tour Mm. so like if this year new zealand tours us or south africa tours us and two of the teams will tour you and maybe you get six weeks straight and then it changes the next year or i don't know something yeah i don't don't know about that it just seems a bit 
It'd be too long anyway, let's be honest. Yeah, I don't know. I just find the at the moment the, it's, it's, it's absurd how far, how, how it doesn't feel like a season. It feels like a series of spectacles. Mm. It doesn't feel like a season. It doesn't feel like you're on this team and you're on this horse. And it's probably the June internationals being way before it. We should roll in from three weeks straight of European teams into the Tri Nations, or but the, that goes back to the and we agree now. before uh, the rugby championship. That's what we agreed on before. The, the, it's idiotic that you have the internationals and then you go back because the Super Rugby loses its emphasis. Yeah, completely. And I just feel like I haven't watched a season of rugby. I felt like I was watching a season of rugby, um, and then the Ireland series finished, and I feel like I've just watched sporadic rugby fixtures since then do you think we'd um and before we talk about the the specifics of the game because we're looking forward to that do you think actually that this game is is actually because of the the distance between the island game and the kiwi game and also the success even though it was a 2-1 loss success of the the the, the crowds and the atmosphere and the um that were built up towards it has that been crushed so quickly because of the lack of rugby in there. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you could feel it out at the stadium and you could feel it by the fact that it wasn't a sellout. And let's and be frank, say, we're all optimistic and we're all up and about. The result was going the other way. I wasn't. I didn't want to pay 140 bucks or 100 bucks to sit behind the goal. Let's yeah, be I, I did. Go. I did pay 100 bucks or whatever it was to sit behind the goal. And how was that? Um, you know what? The facilities at, at Homebush are... are adequate like you know you can get to the toilet you can get a drink the stadium sucks for atmosphere Mm, absolutely and then god it sucks for a night out Mm. we were pumped for a night out at the end of it and then Uh, trying to get out of that trying to get out of ANZ is a disgrace just insane just insane it is so expensive to just get to the city if you want to jump a cab or an uber and the train is just a Uh, nightmare yeah I was going to say the train as many times I've been at Twickenham and jumped on a train and you get back and you don't mind it yeah it's just it's much a bit different waiting there for a train and then you've got to go to Lidcom and then go that way and then get back into the city it just sucks man so I don't know just the whole night felt a bit crappy hey Wallabies win I'm probably on here how good's the rugby championship how good's oh, yeah, ANZ are, Stadium? But <laughs> I just felt like it was a it was a no brainer, wasn't it? The result. Yeah, but should we? Look, we've all been really negative so far, quite rightly, because there are things to be negative. But do we need to be a bit more positive first? Well, even before about we talk about the two, I'm more disappointed in this performance than I have been for a long time, and the reason is for almost all of our other previous losses. You could see growth or you could see player development or you could see something brewing and you thought, we're just not there yet. This felt like this is where we are and we're, we're in a different league to these blokes. Oh, the positive was only going to be literally we could talk about David Pocock or something like that. freaking Yeah, that, that, that wasn't going to you know be um, really a bullion about many other things. I just nah. want to say one positive thing. I think, um, I think my worry more than anything before we talk about... Um, individuals other than David Pocock there are certain skills um, that you learn growing up and there's arguments to say about whether you go down the Kiwi side Kiwi way of playing rugby in regards to age size versus age and all those things but what frustrates me more than anything I suppose is that you can teach set piece and in regards to line out calling and you can do restarts and you can hone those skills and 
I feel that at the moment, and you can disagree, I feel at the moment that the Australians are very stagnant in that. They're not progressing. They're not changing. For us to lose that many line-out calls against yeah. a very competitive line-out and one of the best in the world, I understand that. But at international level, to be overthrowing, underthrowing is just, I don't think that's acceptable. I think it's, well, do line-out and scrum because I think scrum's separate mm-hmm. and they're both a disaster. Yeah. And let's be honest, you, you don't beat the All Blacks unless you have parity in these two aspects. Yeah. Let's be frank, you need better than parity. Yeah. You need to beat them in Absolutely. these two areas. Yeah. Um, and we got bent over in both. So mm-hmm. talk about the line-out first. I think it shows Checkers' lack of respect for it. And and what I mean by that is picking Tataf, who clearly has been training for 14 days and looked out of shape. Mm. Um, there's no way he could be up to speed. With well, the, the English calls. season's finished ages ago. Um, there's just no, no way he could be up to it, mm. and it, and he's always had that magic bullet for the Northern Hemisphere blokes. He always, Leroy Houston, he always brings them back like they're going to change the world, and they're just a bit out of shape. Um, I just that shows he doesn't care. And then picking Latu on the bench, I know we're a bit slim at the moment in in the hooking regard. The bloke can't make the task because he can't throw it in. Mm-hmm. What do you reckon's you can't, you can't just disrespect it. And then what annoyed me most is his comments after it, and he probably just has to save face, but he was basically saying, you know, you lose line outs, but you can win the next play. No, Come on, mate. No. And I know you've got to say that to get the boys up, but, but you can't like, lose um, line outs. No, but even though it was the lack of, um, like if you're losing line outs going to the back because you're under throwing it or they're keeping it connected, hit the front guy, do something different, shorten the line out, try something a little bit different because what they were doing was just too... Obvious, and as I say, the dramatic underthrows was just just not good enough. Yeah, you know, if you can get, I know you may not know, but if you can get as a second row, if you can get your hand in there easily, that's not that's not good enough. Yeah, it has to be thrown it isn't in good enough. And it, it raises questions about Pocock Hooper in the back row. The combination it shouldn't. They both need to play. No, They're it, exceptional, but yeah. it, it opens up that criticism and it makes all your other selections harder if your other three jumpers you can't get it right. But you have three jumpers. Yeah. That's that, uh, that should be adequate. That should be adequate. Yeah, and 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 I'm sorry, but the Tui, uh, Rodder, and Coleman, they 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 should be good options, but they're not. Yeah, and and, it, and I don't know how that's not addressed. Whether maybe we're giving the the lifters not enough. Maybe we're maybe the timing's not right. I don't know. But isn't maybe it a worry though things. when the solution is bring back Simmons as it's, the that's line-out not, call? No hashtag <laughs> bring back Simmons. The Simmons effect. No, yeah. and it's not good enough. And you can't fix it in a week. And what were you doing, boys? You haven't played for four weeks. Sort out your lineout calls. Well, completely. It's just infuriating. Now the scrum, I'm a little more sympathetic because we lost Co. So he's clearly our number one tight head. And then obviously Tupo is the best scrummager in the country. Mm-hmm. We lost him off the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, and clearly Slipper, I'd probably have him as the next. He'd be in the top four. Mm-hmm. Isn't in a position where he can get pick right now. Mm-hmm. So you're missing three of your best four scrummagers. Um, you're going to have a hard day at the office, especially with an unfit to Taff. I mean, Ainsley's not too. But what worries me is you're picking someone like Ainsley when you look at the red scrum. And the success the the twins had, why aren't they in the conversation? Are they know. ineligible? I don't know. I don't like know. it just feels like we're not picking the best scrummages. 
Um, it just feels like we're not respecting that part of the game. Mm. It was also, by the way, to respect to that part of the game. It was interesting, and I'd like to know your thoughts as well. Obviously, Hooper took the ball at uh, scrummage to eight when we had the ball, um, but uh, for obvious reasons. And also, when he didn't have the ball, when you guys didn't have the ball, then he also scrummaged at six again for or seven for obvious reasons. But that lacks continuity as well. You yeah. need to make sure that you get that, that con- again, that continuity right in place. That what's help. going on there. But yeah, it just, it just shows to me that Czechia doesn't take these areas with enough seriousness or enough But that thing goes back to the restart as well. That's another set piece. That's the third set piece. Falau goes off and they do the short chip kick. They, they do yeah, the shelve it, boys. Like, seriously, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, the chases from the long kick's not good enough. Like, it's just those simple things which you can hone and practice. Yes, simple passing and... And kicking is something that's a long-term thing. But those key set, three key set pieces needs massive improvement. The scrum was heartbreaking for me. And I'm more apologetic because there were injuries. Mm. But a, a, a run-on with CO, Tupo, and a fit to Taff is a terrifying front row. I think we could out-scrummage the best teams in the world. And we put on this shit. But the, the crazy thing was, though, it looked like um, when the Kiwis, it was like, oh, we'll let you have this one. Yeah, just occasionally. Just let you have this one. I feel bad for you, just you know, marching you back every time. And that one, and and that's that's a worry. And we, I mean, we've got to give the the Kiwi tough five credit. There's continuity there. The Absolutely. Crusader side came off amazing form. Brody Retallick's the best player on earth. He's just a god. You got him and Buddy Whitelock in the row. I do have to say though, um, it, it's slightly embarrassing when he when he does a show and go on a winger though. Isn't it's it? disgusting, mate. The, and the only reason that one, as, I can, as a former uh, player of the second row, I doff my cap to him. However, the only reason it was I Dane can stomach that one, that. I think it was Foley actually. Oh, was is, it? Falau was, was defending there and yes, walked off. I understand that, but come on, first rule, don't don't fall for and the And that pissed against. me off too, Falau. I thought his leg was broke the way he went off the field. It's fine, that. mate, he's there for a week. Yeah. Get up and tackle someone. Um, if we talk about the type five, I, again, I don't think the props, as we talk about, as Jim's mentioned before, don't get their hot girlfriends. The props, I think we need to pray, 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 uh, give props to Moody and Franks. That, you know, they do a good job. And when, blooded some young blokes on the bench, yeah. un, unbeknownst to what the massacre that was going on around them. Yeah, and, and you know what? Um, again, you've already mentioned why not, but Kane gets over the ball. I still have question marks over Squire, whether he's the long-term option. He said I, but... Um, he's, and, and Kane's, uh, sorry, Kane and, and Reed. just what a balance they give. You know, he, uh, Reed plays loose when he wants to, is that link person, Kane just gets over the ball. But this so is well. the frustrating thing, though. Yes, Reed's the best. He's a freak. Kane's a mm. freak. But but we should be targeting that area. We can it. We could outplay them there. When you have the likes of David Pocock and Michael Hooper, you could. We haven't. But the I've never seen us do it. But the could. problem in this game, Michael Hooper was clearly not match fit. He came back fit in inverted commas because he passed all the the protocol tests. But he wasn't match fit. You could tell he was blowing out of yeah, gas, yeah. and so therefore he had to pick and choose. So you can't dominate that breakdown. Yeah, that very, and and two is too tall as a six to be able to get over there and compete. And unfortunately, there's not enough other Aussie guys that do compete hard over the ball. Mm. Like, very, Pocock, very frustrating. Pocock does well. And I thought he, he played the referee well as well. Um, he got more, more, more ball than what he did last in previous games. Um, before we sort of move on to the backs, I mean, this just... Fuck, the, my problem with this one is we were outplayed. We were bashed at set pace. We were beat up around the field. We were destroyed in the last 20 minutes. And if you're picking a team and you had all of these... 46 players at your disposal. Well, at best, two Wallabies are making the 23. Yeah. Like, so uh, what's going on here? Like, it's not even... You can sit here and do analysis, and we could have done this, we could have done that. They're just better everywhere. 
But, uh, yeah, and they kicking are, and goal, I, and I agree kicking in play, but set piece. For a large proportion, large portion of this game, this was an opportunity which wasn't seized. There was a lot of times where the Kiwis didn't actually perform as well as well. I think their first forty is as bad as I've seen exactly. Them play. And they were what six nil up until the forty, sorry, thirty seventh minute, whatever yeah. it was. That annoys me though. You know they're coming the last oh, minutes before five minutes time. and five minutes after. Yeah, 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 yeah. You absolutely. know they're coming. You know that march is coming. Saddle up. And I think. Their poor play was testament to our line speed. It was mm. testament to our aggression. The boys came out hungry. You can't do a Friday. You can just get outclassed eventually. You can, but you have to have players coming off the bench who can uh, can replicate that. And you do, the Australians at the moment don't have that. Let's be honest. Look at that bench. Simmons, Samu, um, Ainsley, Alatara, and Marcy. Shit, it's, it's, it's not good enough. No, it's you not. Know? Particularly surprising when you've got Maddox, Tamua, and, and, and Phipps as well. I'm in for Maddox, Maddox I'm in and Tamua. Yeah, Phipps not so much, but we've been we've been there. He's copped it, the poor bloke. Okay, well, before we get on and, and keep piling on Australia, because we're in, we support. I, well, Richie can get fucked, but I support your Ryan Howard. You show. You said that's right. And I'll be put me gold jersey on next week and go the Wallabies. Um, it just hurt this one. Just want to confirm, I will not be wearing a gold jersey <laughs> this thing. So I'm going to be whinging Australian. In what world is that not a yellow card? I come in here and I don't like yellow cards. I'd happy with it not being yellow card. It's difficult because, yeah, that's the thing. I'd be happy with it not being yellow. It's not being a yellow card, but the precedent was set in previous previous times. It was a red two weeks ago. And there's the lack of consistency between it. And it it, it could have changed the the game, or it would have changed the game. Like, honest to God, mid-Super Rugby season, that is a red card. In this game, it's nothing. And... But there's, there's a I difference want between, less there, there, is a di- there is a difference between Super Rugby rules and international rules. There, there isn't. The there rules isn't sometimes. The no, there, there's, sometimes there's rules that were uh, there are laws, should we say, that are. That I are guarantee there's not different laws from Super Rugby to that over a spear tackle. Oh, okay. Over that specific incident, yeah, and there was others that. Yeah, were, and, and again, I'm okay with no cards. I don't think spear tackles should be encouraged. I'm more thinking high tackles or a shoulder creeps in or professional fouls and mm. stuff like that. That's where spear tackles are pretty bad. They're yeah. just pretty outright bad. But I don't even want cards. But you just can't all of a sudden have a different rule. Yeah, uh, it, 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 it was a red two weeks ago. It's and it is. It's one of those things where it's maybe not a red. It should have been a yellow in regards to the game. I don't think he literally. Because he let go, there's probably extent if you slow it down and all those kind of things. But I, I swear I could not be bothered. But you could definitely find footage in this Super Rugby season of less going red. Uh, yeah, and but that goes back to the inconsistencies which we've covered. Yeah, before. but God, it's infuriating. Oh yeah, it is absolutely. Yeah, no, I agree. And I'm not complaining that it wasn't a card. I would be okay if he gets a suspension and that's a penalty in the field of play and that's where we yeah, go. I'd be okay with that. But the precedent has been set. That's exactly. what the point is. That, that's yeah, just I very hard that. as a fan to sit there and stomach hmm. that decision. Uh, and you know what? Right now, Australia needs a card. We're not going to beat them with 15 bucks. Do you know what the problem is, though? The Kiwis are so professional. They're going to slow this game down so much that you probably wouldn't do much in the 10 minutes anyway. <laughs> yeah, precisely. <laughs> They'd probably know. knock it on and give themselves, oh, well, we're out scrummaging. Yeah, frustrating. And then I thought um, with the Kiwi backs, with Crotty going off with concussion, poor bloke, mate, you really feel for him. He can't mm. get a break at the moment. Mm. Um, you really I, thought there's a chance for the Australian side here. And, and, and absolutely. Wasn't. And do you know what? I want to preface this with this. He's a very good player. But again, it, it shows me, I don't know what Leonard Brown does. And this is going to be a crossy circa 2015. I feel the same way. I've been dying to say this for two years. <laughs> Lot of rounds of bitch shit. What? How is he in that team? I don't know. I don't how? even know he's in the conversation. Good shoe had a blinder, by the yeah, way. Yeah, very good. Very good player. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know why Leonard Brown's so I can't work it out either. He made one good bust. He's clearly a competent, but he's not in the league of the other guys. No, absolutely not. Fuck it. Two years from now, we'll just be sad here eating humble pie. <laughs> Player of the World Cup or something. Oh, shit. Um, I thought Australia's back line, I thought Genia played fairly well and he's clearly coming back from injury as well, so he's not mm. at his peak. Foley didn't play bad, and he really does have a shocker, but I'm concerned the lack of pressure on Bernard Foley. I'd also... What I mean, like, there's just no other tens. No, like you, there isn't. You get the shits with him and you've got to pick him. I, I, I almost want Bill to have a run at 10. But he stands at first receiver so many times. So anyway. much, He's pretty yeah. much in that position. In, a, in an attacking way, he is there. And I'm in for Beal, what he brings, but he's very lateral. And you really notice it when you're out there. We were very side to side. There the was issue no is, one straightening. No, when you have a Karevi in the team, or a Karevi, he straightens. But yeah. Reese Hodge doesn't offer that, and he doesn't look impactful at that. No, at all. he really doesn't. We looked really lateral. Yeah, um, I'm not surprised by that. But from an outsider looking in, Bill's done that his whole career, hasn't he? He's done the loop part. He's got, he's gone or he's drifted across it. He needs that. And two, he's doing his level, but he's not a real ball runner. No, and, and without Tupo to come on, we just lacked ball carriers. And do you know what? With Tui, he missed some crucial tackles. He's very upright at times. When very he, upright. Uh, when he runs and also tries to clear out. So um, we were swinging off him before, and there is... He's had one good game, mate. And we're fair. We jump in. We're up in a bit. <laughs> you have a good week, we're up in a bit. You have a shit week, we're off you. Yeah. Um, but for me, I just want to know your opinion, really, about it. We'll go back to the Kiwis for a second. They're, they're, they are shit hot. Don't, don't get me wrong. But um, the back three. No, I'm in for all of them. I'm not. But is that their best <laughs> option? I don't know. You'd like, Jesus, they've got, for me, Ioani and Ben Smith are. Those two are. The other wing, ugh, there's so many good blokes. Mm. It's a really tough conversation. Now, is an outright finisher, though. Oh, absolutely. So he brings out... Yuani is so good. Mm. And he's he had just one quicker of his, than everyone. And can I just say, he's still very good. I'm not saying he didn't have a good game. He had one of a quiet game on the yeah. weekend, but he's still very good as a... He burnt uh, Michael Hooper once. Michael Hooper was treading water at that He was, point. wasn't he? He just he looked shattered. Was. He was like, can yeah. I have a timeout? I know you can't have it, yeah. but seriously. Um yeah, and you've already mentioned Goodhue. Barrett, again, we were talking about Richie Mwanga beforehand, but he just, his ability to be in the right place at the right Barrett time is, a God. is just unbelievable. Yeah. And I was watching the game, and this is a question you are not allowed to, you have to just give this, just have to say it once. You have a World 15, they're in their prime, at their best, okay? Carter or Barrett? You only had one. It's Carter. He's the more complete footballer. Barrett's more mercurial. He does mm-hmm. crazier stuff, and you're more likely to win by 100 with Barrett. Mm-hmm. You never lose with Carter. So I go Carter. Nice. So in your best team yeah. of all time. See, I, I went I had this conversation, and I said the European part of me, the Northern Hemisphere, loves Dan Carter. Loves him because of his kicking ability, not off the tee, but also out of hand. I love that. But I also like that little bit of genius. Do you remember it's, it's Carter in his prime? Yeah, I do. All of the points against the Lions. Yes, mate. You've seen Barrett have a bad day. I've never seen Carter have a bad day. Yeah, but then there's also that conversation of Barrett. He's, he's, he has those outstanding moments. Yeah, yeah he has more mercurial yeah, that's moments. that's what I mean. Carter yeah. had a few of them, though. Yeah, I'd still go Dan Carter, too. But I just wanted yeah, to yeah, know. Yeah. I just yeah, wanted it's to an know. interesting conversation. Look, it's just a... I'm pumped. I love it. I'm pumped for this weekend. I'm pumped for the blast. So I bring it on. You weren't pumped. You weren't pumped. It's just we're not even close. 
It feels like we've regressed. Do you know what? You will come. You know what? Against this weekend, what happens if it's if it's, if you lose by ten, for example, or you get within five? Suddenly, you come in and you're like, you oh, change. It's pretty good, yeah. sure. And that's what a sports fan is. That's yeah. what we. That's what we do. You love uh, a bit of hyperbole. Yeah. Yeah. And you kick a goal at the end of the game, win by one or lose by one, it changes my entire opinion of the entire game and every player's actions. Yeah. Um, that's the nature of being a sports fan. Oh, People were quick to turn on Checker after this one. His win ratio is about fifty percent. But the people have been trying to turn on Checker for ages, and nothing's. Who's the incumbent? That's the problem. Stephen Larkham. I hope not. The Brumbies are sucked. I like. Who is yeah. it? Yeah, they're, 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 I think that's what's so hard. He's he's Bernard Foley. He's the Bernard Foley of coaches. Does some cool stuff. Seems like a good dude. Um, but there's no one else going to take his spot. No way. Look it's, at the super rugby coaches that are around yeah. at the moment. He just doesn't he, and you don't know what's going on, but he just seems like a, a player's coach, checker, mm. who can get the boys inspired and pumped, but he doesn't seem like a tactician. No. There's no... And my worry is that the coaches around him equally are not tacticians, so yeah. therefore that's... And that's why we can rally up for half an hour, for mm. 39 minutes, because he's got the boys pumped, mm. and they're fit enough to go for 39. It's the alpha male, whichever one wants to follow. Yeah, yes. yeah, but come the 70th, when you've got nothing left in the tank, mm. and they've just outsmarted you, outworked you, and you're still going side to side... Mm. Um, what but again, that's again with ten minutes to go. You've got the you to compare the two benches coming on. If you think about it, Surveyor comes on, TJ Pernaro comes on, McKenzie, <laughs> who who is just again, he's not a natural ten for me. He's just in broken field play, joining yes, as a fifteen. God. He's, he's just amazing. Like you, you can't compete with that. No, you can't. So, and watching just when you're out there at the stadium, watching at halftime, the All Black bench stayed out there and kept training, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but just watching Perinara pass, you're like, there's no way we're beating this team. <laughs> At some point, he's coming on the field, did, uh, did and Fitt, he's on the bench for a reason. Did Fitt come, did yeah. Fitt come over and just be like, excuse me, can you teach me how to do that, yeah. please? So, And that's the, well, that, I guess that's what I'm saying. That's the inherent criticism here. Yeah. They're just better everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Who, who makes the all-black side? David Pocock? Yeah, that's it. He plays Arguably he... Falau. I'd, get, I'd find a spot for Flau. I'd probably on the bench. Sque- I'd probably squeeze in a holo off and get Flau and put Smith on the wing. Like if I was picking a combined Australian Kiwi really? side, really, you'd put you'd, yeah. yeah. I reckon Israel Flau's that good. Um, so imagine him in an All Black team too. Jesus, that's probably about it. Hooper for Squire. There's an argument. Oh no! If you're if you're taking Squire, you're picking Pocock in. I'm not putting in Hooper over Kane or Reed. So. You know, are you? I mean, like, are you? Nah, probably not. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, what do you want? What do you like? What What are we expecting as fans? I don't know. But my problem is, I'm never going to sit here and settle. We lose by five and be okay with that. I want to win. Mm. So it's it's frustrating. I think it's growing up in the heyday of Australian rugby. Yeah, it makes it really really hard. Absolutely. Um, do you want to actually just project forward to next week or do the second game? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, we're on this one because I'm brief on the second one. Um, <laughs> what are you, uh, do you think there's going to be many changes, first of all, just before we actually... Well, predict? I think the big one's Falau out. So mm-hmm. it's what do you do? Does DHB go back and Maddox come in? Mm-hmm. Um, does Maddox go straight to 15? Does Beal go to 15 and Tamua come to 12? Does Hodge go back? And I don't know what you uh, do at 13. <laughs> I, I want Maddox in the team. So do I. He we talked good. about it. We talked about Maddox for a while, and we've talked him up. And I've said I wanted him in the team and around on the it. wing. I'd put him on the wing, and I'd put Halo Paddy back at fifteen, just for his general all-round play and um, positioning and understanding how to play fifteen more than Maddox. Yeah. Um, I so think at this be... stage, it's it's too big of a call to break Foley Beal up. They've done oh, the whole year yeah. together. But I'd like to see Tamua in mm. there, just shoring up the midfield, straightening up a little bit. Mm. 
Um, and let you Beale... can't have a midfielder, Foley, Beal. You can't have no, 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 no. But what I'm saying is Foley, Tamua, Hodge, Beal's fullback to replace Falau. But I think it's too big of a change. The, my issues that would also, have trained the other way. I feel sorry for Reese Hodge as well, but he's, he just he didn't. We've already mentioned it. He didn't cover himself in glory, did he? Let's be honest. At thirteen, he didn't have a, a, a horrible a shocker, game. But no, he didn't have a doesn't look game. quite quick enough. Doesn't look quite strong enough. And you know what? The, the worrying thing for you guys is actually as well with the injuries that I think the, the pack stays the same. Yeah, and we're destroyed. We need Co and Tupo back. I don't know how close they are, yeah. but they make a hell of a lot of difference. Maybe Simmons comes in for the lineout. See, I'm glad he, uh, even not, Isaac Rodder. He, he even stole one of the Kiwis' wars at one point. I think he does a good job. I think there's too many yeah, but other is elements. It calling calling the is maybe That's, the issue. We don't know yeah, what's going on there. Is it the no. thrower? Is it the caller? Who knows? There's a lot of there's a lot of poor throws right now. Yeah. Look, Australia can't be worse. New Zealand can be better though, and that's what's scary. Um, yeah, you can. <laughs> it's four twenty eight. Probably can. No, I reckon Australia does a front up does a better effort. You're just not. Beating the Kiwis in Eden Park. No, mate, you're not. Um, <laughs> this is quite simple. Should we move on to South Africa, Argentina? Yeah, Argentina showed up. The Mighty Ducks, mate. Jersey swap. First half, they're good to go. Yeah, so what's, what is that all about? Like, I just can't work it out, mate. There you are, is it a decent season, I guess? Yeah, they did, but then with more the point, I was saying the Haguaris had a decent season. Argentina had a terrible um, autumn international, or whatever, whatever period we were in. Um, and now they seem to be playing better again. Yeah, I don't know. It looked to me, uh, and I only watched this one quickly the next day on replay because I was very pissed after. Yeah, the but it's they, they play better than what they did against Wales. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. They're terrible. It, it just felt to me that South Africa didn't know what they were doing in the first half, and then everything started to click in the mm. second half, and we'll forget about it. Yeah, but even now you can add some. Um, do you know is Tukalai injured? Yeah. Okay, because you know obviously uh, he's no going to. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a stab there. I thought a 50-50 chance of getting that right. Yeah, well, again, he's going to add stuff when uh, when he comes back in. Um, but, yeah, for them, what is successful for um, for Argentina this, 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 this season, this series? What yeah, is it, finishing I, fourth? Is it what? No, I think beating us. Yeah? In Argentina. That's it? That's it. Really? So yeah. one game. That's it. Yeah, yes. I reckon I'll take that. But okay. I think, no, I think their ideal season... What's the best Argentina season? I think. Uh, yeah, he is sh- injured, by the way. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. question, man. Of course he's injured. Yeah. I think for them, beat us and South Africa in Argentina and beat one, win one away game. So. Us. Yes. <laughs> now, I won't accept it because for Australia, a good season is to win all your home games and beat Argentina away. Okay. All right. We didn't do this. No, pre- I know that. We didn't do this pre, actually, pre-tournament, but... Um, New Zealand win everything with a bonus point. Yeah, the, the, Anything else is unacceptable. So second? Australia. Uh, a really? week ago, I would have said Australia second. It's not a week ago, though, mate. No, I know. That was pretty <laughs> disheartening on the weekend. I'm still loyal, mate. Aussie second. South Africa, they look better in their good moments, but they, they look pretty messy in their not-so-good moments. Okay. Who you got second? Uh, South Africa. Yeah, third. <laughs> oh, just, no. I know that, Richard. I know that. I'm trying uh, to be loyal here. Yeah, sorry. Um, I, I hope Australia need to be good at rugby, let's be honest. Um, right. So, didn't we just spend that much time on that game? Nah, let's push. 
Yeah, I think they're probably already fed up with us already, yes? Yeah, well, I just, well, there's a few interesting, oh my God, there's lots of things on Twitter, I can't keep as the tales of it. Really? Um, what's your take on Falau walking off the field injured? Yeah, little bitch, man. I was, no, if he's injured, he's injured. Oh, but if he's a little bitch, man, that really pissed me off. <laughs> In the fucking Bledisloe Cup, stand up and make a tackle. Yeah, but he did roll his ankle. Yeah, I thought he did his ACL, and I was like, poor bloke, get yeah. off the field. And then I found out he rolled his ankle. Matt, I did it for breakfast. I did. I rolled my ankle twice today. Outrageous. That's why you're Superman, apparently. Oh, but just very quickly, by the way. Yeah. What was it like playing for the subbies? Oh, I mean, force. No, Matt, that's not subbies. That's grade. Yeah, all right. I changed it quickly. Uh, not right. not pretty. Yeah, all right. <laughs> well, for those listening, my last four games prior to this, I've broke my jaw, broke my collarbone, broke my ankle, and got knocked out. So I was just very happy to get through a game <laughs> unscathed. Um, I just couldn't believe how hard it was. The gas tank. Yeah, it's good. It's very hard. Man. It's really hard. Yeah, those players are freaks, honest, mate. We sit on. here and we call them. Gr- they are gods. And let's let's just make one thing clear. I, you are a good. Let's just clarify. How many rucks did you hit? None. I think right. one. And some guy hit me so hard. I thought, <laughs> all right, back to fullback for me. <laughs> I reckon I can stay out of those. You know when they kicked it to you and you you clearly caught it a fullback? Did you look for your winger and go, here you go, mate, shift it? To no, you? no, I went. Tactical kick here. <laughs> That's what's on here. Actually, the first touch of the game, we had a three-on-one overlap. They sent it out to me. I don't know what happened. It just bounced off my chest. It got as hard. Let me just clarify. With the threat of contact. You had, you had a three-on-one. I just couldn't, didn't, couldn't catch the ball. These guys, these athletes, mate, we sit here and we give them a hard time. They are phenomenal. Do you know how hard it is? Yes. It was a long time ago since I've played, but I know how hard it's it is. Getting yes. up off the ground after tackling someone is mate, really hard. You are that. But you're, I, I imagine, and I may be wrong, I never played rugby with you, but I imagine you're that person who also points at people too. I was pointing heaps. <laughs> I was at fullback doing all of the pointing. <laughs> I remember one time this really fast bloke broke the line. It was one-on-one with the fullback. And I thought, right, I'm going to eat him. I'm going to put a big shot on here. I don't know what happened, but he scored. <laughs> and I was on the ground. It's really hard, man. To be fair, I wouldn't have caught him. I no, have I just, I Richard, I don't even think I saw him step me. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. So, At least he stepped you rather than running over you. Yeah, no, I could have, I could have handled that. I would have hung yeah. on to something. Um, so this, does this... Um, I'll be back. Inspire you. For well, next to be year? fair, we were playing the minor premiers, and I, I don't think we'd won a game all year. Right. Okay. Um, but thank you for having Southern Districts. Sorry about the performance. For what it's worth, Jim was much worse. <laughs> At one point, they ran a crash ball. He was blindside winger, and he just didn't tackle the bloke. And I looked at him and said, "What are you doing?" And he went, "Ask me on Tuesday if that was the right decision." <laughs> I asked him on Tuesday, and I was like, yeah, that's a fair call. That guy was huge. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, no, it's really hard, but thank you for having us. It, would, it reminded me of how glorious of a game it is at all levels. Oh, um, and I saw on Twitter some footage of the GPS schools rugby, and just the passion, man, for rugby in this country is still there. And But it's at GPS level. No, but this is what I'm saying. This is what hurts me about the Wallaby scheduling and stuff. We lose the tribalism by being so disjointed. Mm. Um, because when you see that passion and that tribalism, man, it's still there. There's people who still love it. And just being down at grade and you look at the old timers there watching the games, mm. you look at the people serving the sausages, pouring the beers. Like it, Rugby is still an amazing cultural thing. It is still incredible. It just is so frustrating at that elite level 
Mm. Um, when when we don't even look like competing, not even winning, we don't even look like competing. Um, when you lose every facet of the game, it's very hard. It, yeah, I agree with that. There's <laughs> nothing really more to add to that, really. Um, just as an aside, we're talking about Southern Districts for a sec. Just yeah. to that second. Did you have what was the uh, number of people there? Watching and supporting at like the Southern Districts game, yeah, it's it's good, a couple thousand, I'd say. Pretty good. I'd say. Did you bring them from in when I used to play? Yeah, I sadly brought a few people along. I shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> when I used to play, I'd say it's only grown. Yeah, I'd, th- I'd say it's only culturally better. I think the only point we didn't address in the Kiwi game is how every try came from turnover that the Kiwi scored. Every single point they scored was from turnover possession, mm. which reminds you how good they are at counter-attack. Yeah, but but it shows you the importance of ball security uh-huh. and and what we have to be doing better in our counter-attack. Yeah, absolutely. And that, but that's also you, credit. Uh, it's what international rugby is about. When you get your defensive system set up, it, it is quite difficult to score. Yeah, and, and so full credit to Nathan Gray and the Australian defensive structures because it seemed yeah. to have held up for the rest of the game. So yeah. it's not all doomed. And gloom, and for the first 35 minutes, that stuff was really, really tight. It did seem like a bit all doom and gloom. Yeah, I mean, it hurts. Yeah, well, that's good. Well, you know, you go out there, you pump for a night out, you sit there and watch the wallabies getting bent over, and you got an hour and a half trip home from Homebush. Yes, yeah, it doesn't sound fun though. It's tough, man. It's really tough. All right, should we predict just predict us next week? Yeah. I think we've already oh, done, really, kind of. Who's, uh, who are you going for, Argentina or South Africa? Because you know where you're going on the other South one. Africa. Yeah, done. South yeah. And Australia to beat the uh, Kiwis. Really? Heard you're it here first, mate. So you're going for a South African away victory and an Australian away victory? Obviously. So There's two away way. victories. Yeah, and I've got Jim's tips. Oh, really? He's gone uh, for a draw, Australia Kiwis. Really? And he's got Argentina um, 13 plus. I thought he. I thought you'd text in that they were doing a forfeit. No, no, Argentina 13 plus. He's pretty hard on it. And he reckons two collect for first try scorer. <laughs> okay, nice. Whacking nice. might struggle there, but, you know, um, we'll see. Um, thanks for listening. We will be we'll be back on Sunday. Yeah. Hopefully, if all goes to plan. All of us together. We miss you. It's nice sitting back and having a yarn about rugby. Yeah, absolutely. And also, for, it's nice. Yeah. The funny one will be back on, you know. He's a pest, haven't he? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Feel free to tweet at him, find his personal account, and ask him <laughs> about his non-existent tackle. <laughs> All right, thanks All right. for listening. Hooray. Thanks.